Good morning. You're listening to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Steve Cloud, the co-owner of M. Frank Higgins and also the chairman of StarNet. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing great today, Kemp. We were together about nine days ago in Louisville, Kentucky at StarNet's fall meeting, and I thought we'd talk a little bit about the highlights of that. Before we get to that, though, let's talk a little bit about the day job. And also, let me mention that Floor Focus did a focus on leadership on you and our July issue this year. So if anybody wants to know more about M. Frank Higgins and Steve's background, you can look at that. Tell us how business is, is going up in Connecticut right now. We're slightly down from 2022, but we have an unbelievable backlog. You know, typically, we try to run backlog around 75 to 80%, and I think our backlog right now is well over 110, 115%. So we're set up very, very well to go into next year and even the following year. Okay. And which segments are performing the best for you? Right now, we do have a lot of healthcare in Connecticut going on. We have, actually, I believe we have three new towers going uh, in process, and we're fortunate enough to be uh, contracted on two of them, and we look pretty good on the third one also. So it is definitely driving our marketplace. I need to mention that I got a photo. I wasn't up that time of night, but I got a photo of your son, Travis, along with Matt, Chuck Bodie's son, both of which are slowly taking over some of the reins of the day-to-day. And it was good to see that they hooked up at the meeting. It is. They're starting to take leadership. And that is really encouraging for our industry. You know, obviously, our industry is going through tremendous amounts of change. But it's, it's nice to see those that have a plan of succession, to see the next generation actually taking charge and propelling the business and, and doing what needs to be done to help that business into the next generation. I need to add that both those young gentlemen are future focus leaders. They won our Emerging Professional Awards, so we're going to be following them closely. Let's talk about a little bit about the meeting. Uh, obviously, some members are doing better than others. What do you think the members that are outperforming the average, what do you think they're doing right? There's no secret in our industry right now that certain segments are outperforming others. You know, corporate is still a lagging segment, and I think that those that are doing well are positioned in either multifamily, which is the largest growing and seems to continue to be growing, although you know, there's some talk of it slowing down in some markets, but also with the healthcare and education are strong. Uh, the, as I said, the, the biggest challenge that we have is what is going to happen with corporate markets. Some of the economists saying that interest rates, if they do, in fact, come down in the middle of next year, that might be a driving force to help some of those corporate areas and, and change and re- renovate Class B, Class C buildings. And that would be a really, really good starter for the people who are in the corporate industry. You know, I just got a report from Santa Tresivia from Moody's, and the economist that he watches closely, saying that if you haven't come out of the ground yet on a multifamily project, you, you might want to hold off. Th- those that are under construction are going to do fine, but they're talking about declining values that may be a little overbuilt, so we'll have to wait and see on that, won't we? Yeah, I've heard of one or two instances where projects that were supposed to be coming out of the ground have stalled, and uh, that is a concern as far as what will happen over the next year. But right now, as I said, there are some strong marketplaces. I think a lot of our members are shifting as need be and filling in places that they need to continue. Uh, I was very encouraged listening to one of our larger members in one of the, the major cities. As of now, he has said through 23, he's been hitting all his marks. So that's really encouraging to hear that. He was also very um, optimistic about 24. Some cities are challenged with keeping busy, but he has been able to manage through it. 
Tell me, what was your favorite part of this meeting? I mean, this was the first one where you were the solo leader as chair of Starnet. What was your favorite part? Uh, the favorite part was going to Churchill Downs, so without question. I say that because it was it was enjoyable. Our event coordinator, Tricia Ellen, does a phenomenal job for us. It was enjoyable to walk around and get to talk to people in that environment. People seemed to enjoy the meeting. We had roughly the uh, same amount of members that uh, come to a typical fall meeting. I think we had some very, very interesting uh, presentations. You know, the AI presentation for artificial intelligence. It was interesting leaving the room. Many, many people thought it was the best thing they've ever had, and others were completely you know, eyes glazed. And I think that was what we wanted to do for that presentation is really challenge our members to say things are going to change and we want to help you with that change. That guy that spoke, he mentioned that even if you're going to make little changes at a time, little changes can make a big difference, right? It is. Accompanying that, we also, during the presentations, we had Jenga AI there and uh, Kathy yeah. Case has been really, really good trying to help with some of the technology. Obviously, we have FloorCloud and other things that have been beneficial to our industry. But, you know, really try to get people to think outside the box. Because, as you said, if we can change one small thing, you know, within every month, it'll make a big change going forward. I sat in on two talks. You know, Ellen Zucker, who's with Diversify in St. Louis, gave a talk as the women of Starnet section. And she did a great job talking about her history and motivating the women in the room to go out and get it. And then John Stanfield with Resource Colorado spoke. One thing that he went on about is don't text or email your customer. Go see them and hug them. And I thought that was a great message. It still works today, doesn't it? It does. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, the spring meeting, we had a presentation just about generational selling. And I left the room because during the talk, it was you know, different generations, whether it be text, email, or phone call. When I left the meeting, I said exactly the same thing that John said. Pick up the phone and call. We don't do enough of that today. It's too easy to send an email. And you, know, you really don't get the same personal feelings that you do as a phone call. So phone calls are where it's at. Personal touch is where it's at. And I hope that changes a little bit with the next generations and they can see that and appreciate it and bring that back. So for 2024, you doing anything differently? Preparation for potential slowdown or you think your backlog is going to carry you through? I'm very optimistic. I think our backlog will definitely carry us through. I monitor very closely all of our bidding activities and bidding activities typically fall down in the summertime and on cue, they picked right up again in the fall. So we have a very, very active uh, bidding schedule for ourselves and it seems to be that we're holding pretty strong around in different areas of the country with our members. So I'm very optimistic for our membership. All right, great. Steve, good to talk to you. Again, we've been talking to Steve Cloud, the chairman of Starnet and co-owner of M. Frank Higgins, and you've been listening to Kemphar and FortAlley.net.